Your best life is more rewarding when you become a member of Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. You can earn MyPlus rewards points for everyday purchases and banking activities. You even earn 3,000 MyPlus rewards points when you open your membership with Affinity Plus. MyPlus Rewards offers the potential to rack up major points and even bigger rewards. Use your points on vacation getaways, discounted rates on Affinity Plus car loans, gift cards from popular stores and restaurants, and cash back. Or pay those points forward with charitable donations. You've got a lot of great choices with Affinity Plus and MyPlus Rewards. Stop by the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter to learn more about your MyPlus Rewards earning power. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and today our guest is Tony Housie. Tony is the in the Camp Ripley Public Affairs Office and uh, Tony, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you. January is here, the new year. Yep, new year. Uh, you know, new bunch of standards, new bunch of excitement, and uh, and here we are. We're ready to go. I, I, and I think the weather's not even holding us back. So yeah. Yeah. So uh, January at Camp Ripley is it a busy place? Usually it's not. And, you know, usually this is the time that a lot of units take the take the opportunity to do a reset, uh, get their admin stuff taken care of. Uh, a lot of stuff is done in home station, their own armories and their own communities. Uh, as far as our opportunity on on Ripley, uh, our maintenance crews take the opportunity to go out and, and clear ranges and work on targetry and get ready for you know March or April, which is typically when we when we kick off. Uh, this year, it's the other way around. Uh, so we are mm. we are actually anticipating training uh, much sooner, and we've already had quite a few units come through. So you're doing winter training. Mm-hmm. Is there a reason for the change? Uh, the, the reason for the change isn't necessarily to uh, put us in a different posture as far as the climate that we would inevitably fight in, but more so that uh, we're trying to knock out a number of different exercises, Okay. Uh, some that are out of state later this summer uh, that units need to be prepared for in advance. So they're, they're, they're ramping up their schedule a little bit just to get preparation knocked out for those exercises. Mm-hmm. Um, it does work into their benefit that... Uh, a lot of the, the military, especially the Army's focus um, over the past year and a half has been the transition to not desert warfare. Uh, we've done a number of exercises in Europe with our allies. Uh, and our, it's funny because when you see a, uh, a mixed group of vehicles and, and uniforms and whatnot, you can tell the, the countries that have been very desert-focused for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Our yellow vehicles tend to stand out in Sweden and Poland and Latvia <laughs> and things like uh-huh. that amongst all the drabs and greens. Sure. So, uh, you know, their their effort to be able to try to uh, train and, and work on their vehicles and get their stuff prepped uh, in, in winter conditions is a, uh, an advantageous opportunity for them. Very interesting. So we're talking uh, tanks, gunnery, the whole nine yards. They will be training this winter? They, they will be, yes. They, uh, actually, uh, before Christmas, right before Christmas, they just finished uh, you know, the, the initial steps for gunnery, uh, getting all their equipment ready, their guns and, and sights lined up. Uh, and then coming up the end of this month uh, and then into February, they're going to start uh, doing regular qualification. Okay. Wow. So we will be hearing some large booms again coming from Camp Ripley. You will be, yes, yeah. Uh Maybe louder booms because there's no leaves on the trees. Right. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, that that uh, yeah, you'll hear a little bit of uh, banging just with the the way the ice is and everything else. It'll be it'll be interesting, but I think it'll be short lived. I think they are excited about getting up there and getting their training knocked out and getting back to a warm building. Now, speaking of ice, I understand you have some U.S. Navy divers that are going to be practicing like, under ice water stuff. We yeah, uh. we are. We uh, <laughs> this was the this is this will be the second year for that. They came to us last year and said the. Um, you know, our, our training budget gives us the opportunity to go to Greenland and train under the ice there, but that's it. Uh, so we would like to try to do something in, in the country. And, and, and who was this? That this, is the, this is the United States Navy uh, recovery divers out of uh, Virginia. Oh, okay. Out of Virginia Beach, Virginia. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, sure, come on over. <laughs> <You know? laughs> We've got plenty. Uh, right. <laughs> so, We've got the ice. So they occupied one of our uh, lakes and uh, uh, for about a month, and they cut holes, different holes in it, and they did different training scenarios where they would send a team of divers under the ice and, and uh, uh, do different salvaging things and do different uh, training techniques. And this year they want to get a little bit deeper. Uh, our our deepest lake is probably about 26 feet, so they want to get a little At bit camp. deeper with that. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So then is this something that people can kind of come watch and see how this is all done, or are you not really publicizing that? Uh, no, no, well, it's, it's not necessarily a secret or anything. It's right. just kind of, uh, it, it's like the submarine races. You know, you can only see the, <laughs> 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 That's right. you, you can only see a couple of things, and, and then uh, they're under the ice and everything. So okay. Sure. Periscope is all you see in the sure. submarine race. Right. In this case, bubbles. <laughs> bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> if that. If that. Coming exactly. up a hole. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so it's interesting because uh, you're right. Uh, the desert uh, training that's been taking place, you mm-hmm. have to prep equipment for the sand and the problems that Conditions, yeah. uh, poses. And now when you do winter training, well, the cold is an issue for equipment of any kind, isn't it? It, it is. Yeah. We uh, And we have procedures for that. We have uh, procedures for cold start vehicles based on the temperature and things like that, and they have to be aware of that and mm-hmm. how to, you know, how to manipulate frozen mud. And uh, you know, the sad sad thing is, is, tanks go through anything, but when they are on ice or slippery mud, they turn into seventy ton toboggans. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good education for drivers to uh, get the understanding of how to handle that and how to yeah. recover from a, a a slide or whatever. Mm-hmm. Very very interesting. That's mm-hmm. all just part of the training, right? All right. Uh, How about uh, your partners? Because I know you have so many other groups, organizations from uh, law enforcement to DNR. DNR. Mm -hmm. Are are they still training and using the facilities this time of the year as well? They are. Yeah, they they utilize training uh, areas and whatnot all year round, classrooms especially. Uh, MDOT used a lot of stuff this fall. DNR finished up an academy, and they're going to start another one uh, in the next couple of months. State Patrol just started their... Uh, I believe their 60th academy. Wow! Um, uh, earlier this week, so Monday Monday morning at 4:30 in the morning, they began their Ooh. their excitement and process. Wow! Like 16 weeks. So, uh, classroom and do they do driving techniques on your facilities as well? They do. Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of it is classroom. Uh, you know, we have a lot of modern classrooms. Really great opportunity for education there. And then they do a lot of stuff outside. Uh, you know, their physical fitness stuff is done quite a bit outside. Mm. Uh, and then their weapons qualification, uh, of course, is done on the ranges. And the, the driving school, the driving techniques is done on our, uh, you know, what we call our racetrack. So the, the four-and-a-half-mile mm. track around the woods there and whatnot where they get to test all types of different roads, all types of different conditions, and they do a lot of different uh, tactic stuff on there. 
Hmm. Very interesting. There's even uh, deer that we can't seem to keep off off the track, no matter how high we make the fences. Really? So that's part of the realism, yeah. <laughs> if you will, of, uh, Certainly of Minnesota roads. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I'm amazed. 60th year of training there. Right. Yeah. 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 That's great partnership. Okay. Um, it, also, I think the last time you were here, you were talking about some training for the biathlon. Is that still coming up, or what's going on it, there? It is. Uh, you know, back back where my house is, the snow's not that deep, but at Camp Ripley, it's very deep. So we're really excited that we got some, a good rush of snow, uh, and our ski trails are incredible, and the uh, our Minnesota National Guard athletes uh, are very excited about the opportunity. So we have the Central and Eastern Regionals coming up. Uh, 14th through the 19th, and uh, we're going to we're going to host that, and then uh, they're going to do champs out in Utah. So the National Guard Championship for the biathlon will be held out in Utah. Wow, very interesting. And I think we're we're somewhere in the ballpark of 40 service members that are participating say. with the wow with our bi- biathlon this year. That's impressive. And you said that's the 14th through the 18th year of January. Yes. Yep. Fun. Now, is that open to the public, if you will? We are efforting that right now. The the idea that we're going to open up our range roads so they can go down to the biathlon course mm-hmm. and, and see that. The, the, the tricky part is just to uh, make sure that everything is safe as far as managing that around training. Sure. So, you know, there's not tanks crossing the road at the same time or whatever the yeah. case. But yeah. uh, So we will definitely put out an announcement uh, if we're able to do that. Okay, well, we'll look forward to that because that's coming up real soon, isn't very it? Very soon, yeah. It yeah. doesn't seem that it used to be that far away, and now it's very <laughs> close. So. And what about the annual coming of the Norwegians? <laughs> uh, that will be moved to uh, April, uh, oh, okay. and I think that's going to be the focus going forward is um, is April for us and whatnot. And, w- and what that does is it, it it's not necessarily a big change for us, uh, for them, uh, they're actually going above the Arctic Circle for their different training events uh, in Norway. So, uh, you know, it's April is much more uh, hospitable than February mm-hmm. above the Arctic Circle. So Yeah, absolutely. and for those that don't know what I'm referring to, the you have a group of the Norwegians that come over here. You kind of do a trade program yeah, or an exchange yeah, program. Absolutely, yeah. We, we bring 100 Norwegian soldiers, uh, their National Guard over here, and we send 100 soldiers and airmen uh, over to Norway. Cool. to do an, an exchange and we do quite a bit of cultural things but uh there's a lot of training that's involved as well mm-hmm. and we're going to get back into a lot of the uh the, the, the military style tactical training as opposed to the domestic operations type training that we've done in the past okay hmm. very interesting wow. all right uh back to your biathlon i was just going to ask do do any other groups trying to utilize that uh uh, biathlon uh, setup that you have, or is that strictly for the National Guard? It, as far as uh, as far as the range goes and things like that, it's uh, kind of strictly based on the National Guard and, okay. and and for that. But Little Little Falls hosts an event there. They host a meet uh, on our ski trails. I think we're trying to uh, effort the process with that with the National Guard Bureau to try to utilize mm-hmm. that space better. Oh, neat. Uh, okay. Just because it gives us the opportunity to have more people out there to mm-hmm. to use it so and are you saying little falls high school there little falls high school Nordic yeah. ski teams They're, oh right well that's fun. neat mm-hmm. yeah cool for them huh <laughs> yeah no kidding all right anything else we should know uh, about winter activities at camp ripley that that's probably about it for right now it's uh you know our our focus has changed 
kind of day by day a little bit here with recent events and um but as far as the big schedule out for the month that's probably the the excitement that we have going on right now all right hmm. well we'll just remind our listeners again you may hear <laughs> a few rumbles then coming from camp ripley yeah uh, that we might not normally hear this time of the year but the winter training is taking place that's right very good sounds good Tony, thank you so much for being here to talk about the events at uh, Camp Ripley. Thank you. Tony Housie is in the Camp Ripley Public Affairs Office. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. And that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs are available to listen to anytime simply by going to our website at 1067wjjy.com. That's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. And you can also listen to it through our free downloadable app, courtesy of Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.